Hello, this is James Walsh, Head of Membership and Engagement at the PLSA, and I'm joined by my colleague Tiffany Sang, who is our Senior Policy Lead on the LGPS and DB issues. So Tiffany, thank you for joining me today. Hi James, thanks so much for having me. It's always great to have chats with you on LGPS issues. My pleasure too. So Tiffany, we've got the PLSA's LA Update event uh, coming up for our local authority members, and I've been looking at the very good newsletter you've sent out to them in advance. Uh, it's quite a piece of work. Thank uh, you. And it reminds me, yeah, it's great. And uh, it reminds me just how many issues our LA members are facing uh, at the moment. So I wondered, Tiffany, from your conversations with our members, uh, I know that uh, McLeod is one of the big issues, uh, of course, that they're facing. Could you just sort of remind me what, what, what are the key points that you've been making to government in the consultation responses you've been doing there? And, you know, what are our next steps? Absolutely, James. Thank you. It's really important. So our key messages really fall into three categories, if you will. So the first is around administration and data. So our friends who work in administration will really appreciate this. It's a very difficult task that the government is setting our friends up to do. There is a huge um, task around updating pension records, about benefit calculations for schemes. Um, and this is all linked to data issues where the data might not yet be there. It might be difficult to get in consistent order to clean it. Uh, and then once you have all of that, there is that old issue about resourcing. So um, as we know, McLeod is not the only administrative issue that our friends are facing. Uh, there is a GMP rectification work that's happening. There is work on updating data systems. There is work on pension dashboard coming down the track, not just McLeod. So that is one, one category that, that we've been trying to hammer home. Uh, the second area is around timing. Uh, we just want to be sure that uh, government really understands that from our membership's perspective, who were the experts on the ground on these issues, when we've asked them, they tell us that it will take between 12 and 24 months to really be able to apply the things that are being asked of them for the McLeod judgment. So we just want to be sure that government is respectful of, of that and give our members time to yeah. do their magic. And then the third area is really around standardized guidance, where it's really important that there is some standardized approach to uh, one, making sure that there is um, common communications for membership, two, around uh, how to treat membership queries, and then lastly, of course, around case prioritization. So we just we just want to be clear that our members in the LGPS have the tools they need from the government to do their jobs properly. Is that helpful? Sure. Yeah, that's really helpful. It's a, it's a great summary of those key messages you're putting across to government. And if I'm right, Tiffany, you've you've put all this in two consultations, haven't you? I think one for England and Wales and one for Scotland. Yes, that's right, James. Yes. Okay. And there's one for Northern Ireland that has not yet dropped, but we are keeping a close eye on that. And we'll be working with our friends in Northern Ireland on that one when that comes as well. OK, well, good luck with 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 all that. And uh, I think employer flexibilities is another issue right at the top of your agenda, is it? Yes, absolutely. So I think this is particularly important because there are direct um, crossovers and links with work that we're doing on how to help our membership uh, deal with uh, mitigating risks coming from the global pandemic. So really, I think the key thing to understand is that um, this is based on a consultation that MHCLG launched a year ago, July 2019, uh, around scheme valuation cycles and also around employer exit payments. So fast forward to now, uh, long story short, 
MHCLG has come through for the LGPS and, and has uh, presented new powers to essentially broaden the circumstances in which administrating authorities can act to one, change an employer's contribution rate between valuations to cover a variety of scenarios, and um, two, to allow local authorities to spread exit payments um, over a period of time that is suitable uh, between the local authority and, and the employer. So I think th those are the key messages about that. We are super excited about this. I think um, it will really help to mitigate risks coming, coming down the line uh, that remain outstanding from, from COVID-19. Good, good. Thanks, Tiffany. And uh, I, mean, I know these are big challenges that our members are facing, but looking on the positive side, uh, I think it's fair to say that local authority funds have coped really well with the COVID-19 crisis. Do you, do you think that's right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think you and I have, have chatted before about this, James. I think as an American watching Britain, I think that, that we should be tooting our horns a, a lot a lot more than we do, particularly in LGPS. Um, and I think there's much to be celebrated um, in the LGPS, but specifically this last year, about how well it has coped in the face of such difficult economic circumstances. And I think the proof is in the pudding. And the first metric I always point to when asked this question is really, have we been able to continue paying benefits to members? And the, and the answer to that is a resounding 100% confidence towards yes. Um, there are no problems there. Um, you know, everything that was set up before to, to, in, to protect members um, have, have, have held in good stead. And I think there were some question marks in the very beginning of the lockdown in March, James. I think you and I may, may, may have even discussed this before around op operational issues. Mm, um, yeah. And uh, that hasn't really, those concerns haven't panned out. Um, I think that um, our friends who work in the local authorities have really rolled up their sleeves and even with thin resources on the ground have continued to go into the office where necessary to make sure that members continue getting uh, their, their benefits, essentially. And I think the third area I would point to, which is a huge success, is really we entered into the global pandemic with a really strong financial footing. And the Scheme Advisory Board's annual report for England and Wales really shows this, where it said that deficits were down six billion pounds uh, from 2019. And I, I, I really think that this is a huge thing to celebrate. Um, and it, it fills me with, even though I know the larger landscape at the moment for, for everyone is, is a little bit gloomy, it's a bit cold and dark outside, but I think there are lots of things to celebrate within the LGPS for, for sure. Good to be positive. Well, look, thanks, Tiffany. I, I know there are lots more issues we could discuss if we had the time, the dashboard, pension dashboard, ESG, pension freedoms. Uh, we haven't really got time for those today, but they are all covered, I know, in the newsletter uh, that's gone out to members. And presumably any member who hasn't got that or has got questions can drop you a line or they're welcome to contact me, of course. So uh, Absolutely. Please do be in touch. Our door is always open. OK, that's great. Well, Tiffany, thanks again very much for joining me. Let's speak again soon. Okay, great. Thanks, James. Bye.